Are you ready to become toxic person proof? Hey guys, Sarah K. Ramsey here to help you find love and success after a toxic relationship so you can design a life you're actually excited about living. Hello, wonderful. It is Sarah and I'm here with Melinda Van Fleet and she is a success coach, speaker, writer, and a business consultant who helps individuals get unstuck, develop confidence, and lead their best lives, learn to lead themselves to have their best lives. Hey, Melinda, how are you? Hi, I'm great, Sarah. How are you? I am happy to talk to you. Happy to be here. I told Melinda I said there's snow in my area today. So I'm gazing at the snow as I gaze at Melinda. <laughs> go back and forth. So we, Melinda, we had a cold snap too. So oh yeah, it's crazy. Um it's, it seems like winter's come quickly this year. Uh, it wants to keep us all quarantined, maybe. <laughs> so what's happening? Well, Melinda, tell us a little bit about you. And then I want to dive into getting on with our lives, even if something bad has happened, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And thank you for having me on your show and podcast. This is awesome. My husband, Ryan, and I, we both lost our jobs at the same time in 2009. So it's actually been 11 years and 11 years ago, we moved down to the Florida Keys with nothing. Mm -hmm. So we had never been here. We didn't know anybody. We had hardly any money and we didn't have any jobs. And we just took a chance on life and started over from scratch. My husband had had dreams of being a charter boat captain. And now he runs a very successful fishing charter business in the Upper Keys called Good Karma Sport Fishing. Okay, I do need to point out right here with Melinda, I told her I had snow and she said she had a cold front and then she just busted Florida on me. (laughs) I know, I always feel bad. It's like 70 and it was cold. My husband and I have a place in Florida too, but it's upper Florida. So the, the water's gorgeous in that Gulf, but it's not quite as warm as the keys. So, uh, oh, and the, and the pan, I know we're segueing, but that's what's great about podcasts in the panhandle. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The, so the Emerald coast there. area. So it is so beautiful yeah. there. Yeah. Anyway, really fishing trip, rebuilding, <laughs> don't want to get we too off. Yes. <laughs> So we had big dreams. And like I said, my, my husband dreamt of being a charter boat captain. We would fish everywhere in, in Minneapolis. That's where we lived and where we met. And I had dreams of becoming paid per performance and getting out of toxic corporate world mm-hmm. and being a sales rep and having more freedom. And so we manifested and here we are in the keys. (laughs) So 11 years later, and it took some time and a a lot of pivoting and changing and tweaking. But after about two to three years, we finally got some momentum and things started working out in our favor and working out um, quite beautifully. And here we are today. So yeah, yeah. And a couple of years ago, then I I decided to share our knowledge because Mm -hmm. I always said that someday when we get our quote unquote shit together, we would help others. Mm -hmm. So being that we truly did rebuild and start from scratch with a very positive mindset, I'm like, you know what? People need to realize that they can do the same thing. 
mm-hmm. that they don't need to wallow in the mud. Everyone has the same capabilities. We all have it inside ourselves to get unstuck, build confidence and move forward to live our best lives. So that's and, the path we're on now. Well, and I want to point out something. So you put in the work mm-hmm. and you put in the weight, right? Like you talked about that two or three year period where yeah. it was like, oh, I don't know if things are going to work out. And, mm-hmm. and you talked about manifesting, you talked about building, but you didn't even just like sit and like hope it was going to happen. You developed yeah. strategies and plans. So putting in that work and putting in the weight is just such a key piece to rebuilding your life. And so I think people want to do one or the other. They kind of want to wait and hope it gets better on its own sometimes, or they want to, uh, you know, not put in the work, but then why isn't it happening like this very second, which I am more inclined to, I am a very, very (laughs) impatient human when it comes to like rebuilding my own life. Um, but that's awesome. So how let's, let's do discuss compartmentalization and how to compartmentalize, um, when something bad has happened or something bad is happening. How do you kind of, get on with life, recognizing and honor that to some extent, but, but also kind of having to get on with things, not wallowing in it. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Years ago when I was a corporate buyer, so in the corporate world, I had things happen to me all the time, right? We all do. We all have relationship challenges, whether it's at work or at home, we have things that happen Um, It can be as simple as getting an email that just triggers you and just kind of sets you off for the day. So I started just really learning to take a moment, take some breaths and recognize what's going on instead of reacting. Because often we react so quickly and then we regret it. And then you kind of dig yourself this hole in this bigger brain loop that just keeps going on and on. And that doesn't serve you at all either. So what I started realizing that I was saying to myself was in regards to just developing a tool that I call a bucket tool and the compartmentalization that you mentioned to me is buckets. And now I, I do it all the time. I've been constantly talking about buckets. I talk about buckets on my podcast. I talk about buckets when my husband and I are trying to move through something because having two small businesses, we're always dealing with something as you can imagine. And how this works, it's very simple, but you just have to remember to do it and make it a practice and a habit. But bucket number one is that it's okay. So you've taken some deep breaths, you've thought about it, maybe you walked away from your computer with my email example, and you're like, you know what? It's really not a big deal. Like, I'm going to be fine. This email isn't that bad. I'm just going to move through it, respond, and roll on with my day. Bucket number two is where you might need to have some communication. You might need to take some type of action to remedy the situation, to get yourself in a better place. It could be communication with the person that sent the email. I often had situations where I was triggered by a sales manager. So finding a um, fellow sales rep that you trust or someone else that you trust that you can kind of run this scenario through just to understand, is it me? Is it them? You know, just try to get some type of balance and then figure out how to move forward. That would be bucket number two. So that is, again, just having some type of communication, you know, you need to take some action 
and find some way to move forward. Bucket number three, which does happen, is you need to walk away. <laughs> like you really need to either not respond as far as like this email example, or, you know, sometimes with somebody cut ties. Yeah. Like, you know, if it's a relationship, if it's something going on with that, you might need to cut ties. If it's a work situation that, you know, just isn't getting better, you might need to cut ties there. Um, you know, it's okay to realize that you can move yourself forward and become unstuck. And I think so many people are afraid to take that action. They're, they're thinking it's them. They think it might get better and really do the work and the deep dive to recognize that, you know, it might not get better. And you might not be able to change that other person. They may never change. And that's like a whole other topic, but. A very familiar to topic just... on toxic person proof. I assume. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just having the strength and the confidence to be like, you know what? I, I need to walk away from this situation. Mm-hmm. So that is bucket number three, the probably the most severe in Again, one that people struggle with a lot, but it is necessary. And the more and more you do it and the more and more you practice it and you realize that your life's not going to end when you take bucket number three action, it's actually probably going to get better. (laughs) Often like that door closing brings a window of more opportunities, whether it's clients or relationships or job, but getting through that is sometimes really tough for people. So well, people talk about their comfort zones and I'm always like giggle when I hear that. I think it's like the stupidest thing I've ever heard, honestly, because when they start describing it, it's like, that's not comfortable at all. Like if you have a toxic Mm -hmm. boss or a toxic situation or a toxic friend or a toxic, I call it a toxic person encounter in my book. And it's like, okay, you have a toxic, you're having a toxic person encounter. That's not comfortable. (laughs) That's not a comfort zone. So when we kind of like lie to ourselves a little bit to avoid taking action and say, Oh, I just need to stay in my comfort zone, or this is my comfort zone or starting to make excuses. And I, there are some situations that are extremely difficult to get out of. And I want to acknowledge that, take a breath and acknowledge that I'm not shaming anyone for those decisions. Okay. I'm only pointing out That when we start to tell ourselves that our comfort zones aren't really comfortable, Mm -hmm. it makes it easier to move forward. Yes. Yes. And isn't it true that when you have that uncomfortable thing, it just keeps repeating in your head, like this head loop just keeps going on. And don't you want to stop that? (laughs) Yeah. So I would love to talk about that head loop, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And what do you do when you're... (laughs) (laughs) when you're in that head loop. Yeah. 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 And another, like this kind of segues, but is along the same lines, you know, giving someone three chances, um, three strikes you're out and roll. How simple is that? In terms of just remembering three strikes you're out. So it kind of goes in the same bucket in the same way that, you know, if you are in that place where you're uncomfortable and it keeps happening and it's happened again. And then it's happened again, sit down and and take Mm -hmm. a moment. Think about you. This is like a reoccurring behavior. Mm -hmm. This is a reoccurring situation. It's been three times. Like you do have to come to a point where you realize that 
you have to take action and move through the uncomfortable situation because otherwise you're just going over and over it in your head. And it establishes, it gets rid of that loophole that we kind of like lie to ourselves again. Um, and it's like, okay, everyone has a bad day. Well, this person has a bad pattern. Yes. And when you start to look at the three strikes you're out, there's that real pattern of behavior. So it's not just a person, it's a pattern. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also too, finding, again, this kind of goes back to bucket number two, but finding someone that you can trust that might know that person as well. And my husband and I, we were just part of a a book series called Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner. And our chapter is on confidence. And it's something actually we talk about in our chapter that, you know, finding someone to talk to. So, you know, it's not you is so important. You know, granted, it's not always the easiest. I get that. And finding someone you trust because, you know, unfortunately, sometimes you think you trust someone and that doesn't work out so well. But often you can find somebody that you can just kind of bounce something off of in a positive energy way. And if you find that that pattern is also something that other person experienced as well, again, you know, it's not you. And you have to figure out how to get out of that and move forward. You know, my whole spiel obviously is toxic person proof. And in my own life, one of the ways I strive, I am in the practice of, you know, it's like doctors are practicing medicine, meditators practice meditation, like practicing (laughs) being toxic person proof. Because anytime I would say, or we would lie to ourselves and say, I've got this, I've covered it. I don't have to take advice from anybody else anymore. I don't have to watch out for, then you become susceptible susceptible again, right? Susceptible again to, to missing something. And when you have that person that you trust, that you just gauge, and in my own life, if there is a toxic person encounter, I have people and I'll say, you know, I think I know the answer, but I'm very emotionally connected to the situation. Can I have some feedback from someone who isn't emotionally connected to the situation? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a good idea. Cause then they have a neutral point of view. Yes. Yes. And as long as, well, first of all, let me say kudos to you for having the courage and the confidence to ask for that, because a lot of people don't have the courage and the confidence to ask for direct feedback about their own thoughts or behaviors. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's, a big thing that probably some people have to work through, you know, because you have to be open to hearing that if it's bad, you know? And the way I think about it is creating safety nets for myself, right? Mm -hmm. Like my life did burn down and got rebuilt, you know, uh, it wasn't, I don't know when it was not 2009, but (laughs) you know, like I did burn down my life and rebuild it and creating that safety net for myself, because I tried to that isolated thing before. Oh, I can handle it. Oh, I can mm-hmm. this. And it, it was not successful. And it's not because I'm stupid. It's not because I'm not a good communicator. It's not all those other stories we tell ourselves. Uh, it's because I want to be toxic person proof. I want to have the best life. And as a coach, I recognize that there's things other people can see that I can't. Mm-hmm. And my golly, I will not uh, fall into another hole. Mm-hmm. If, if yep. at all possible. And when we don't take that courageous action to get feedback, we are susceptible to falling in holes and then lying to ourselves about being in a hole. Yes. Are you just read my mind, the lying to yourself that 
everything's going to be okay, or it's not your fault, or it's all them. So yeah, there is a balance there. Yes, yes. And yes. in finding that balance and having somebody to talk to is uh-huh. a beautiful. It's just yeah. beautiful. So what are some other ways to stop that ruminating process or, you know, um, figure out if it's a bad bucket, right? If it's a good bucket, yay. If it's a bad bucket, how do you not let it take over? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really believe in taking a pause. I really believe in recognizing and breathing. And, you know, everyone talks about breathing, but you really have to take like, they say six seconds and holding in that oxygen and doing that repeatedly, like three times or more to, to stop, to stop the brain, the brain pattern. And I'm an overthinker (laughs) and sounds similar to you. I'm an over action taker, kind of have that impatient Aries nature. Cause I'm an Aries. (laughs) You're an Aries? What's your birthday? Uh, April 7th. Mine's April 1st. Oh, there we go. Now, when you when you say vacation, I'm like, I wonder if she's an Aries. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. April first. No, yeah, cool. I mean, no. So cool. it's like, I, like I fight against it, right? Yeah. I try to not do that. So those are just things that I have found to really help. Is is to walk away. Mm-hmm. Is to ask for guidance. You know, ask mm-hmm. asking for help, taking some time. And then you do have to think through all the different scenarios without mm-hmm. driving yourself crazy. You know, what it, if I handle it this way, how's this going to be? Could I have done this better? You know, and really trying to see yourself as the other person, I think is really important too. And, you know, just understanding all of the different aspects. What, what could I have done better? What could, you know, what's the other person? Are they going to change? Maybe not. Mm-hmm. And, and, and just trying to figure that out and create mm-hmm. some space for yourself. Give yourself some space. Everyone is so hard on themselves lately, <laughs> especially, you know, be okay with giving yourself some space and some time to figure things out. Mm-hmm. You know, often we get a phone call um, with our charter business from a client or something. And, you know, I've had to say to my husband, like, you don't need to get back to them right away. You know, if it's something that's a little bit tricky to maneuver through, like let, let it simmer for a second, like think Mm -hmm. about it and then get back. The sky's not going to fall. Like we're Mm -hmm. all going to be all right. (laughs) So the strategy that I've done with that, obviously in communicating with toxic people, right. That's a huge piece of what I coach people on. Yeah. And Maybe you write it, you just don't send it. So if you need to like emotionally process and like, you can write whatever you want to say, but then give it some time, (laughs) take that breath, take that pause and then delete the words, right? Mm -hmm. And see how few words you can send. Mm-hmm. And let yep. and let that be your goal. Um, I talked to you about Eli Wilde, uh, one of my coaches now, and fabulous speaker speaks on Tony Robbins stages, and he said, "Sarah, you need to work on letting your words land. You have so many words. You need to work on letting them land." And you know, even in my writing now, it's like, okay, spill out and then delete, 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 delete. Mm-hmm. What do I really need to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I've done that many times too. And that's so true and great advice because yeah, write the email, make sure you didn't put their, 
name and the address. Yes, yes, yes. Because <laughs> often we go to create an email when that's the first thing we do, right? So yes, yes, yes. Do that. Maybe and I write in a Word document. Word, I was just going to say, days. I've learned yeah. to write in Word and then revisit it over yeah. the next couple days to take mm-hmm. the energy out. Yes. Any words that just have any type of energy, that's the best way I can say it, any type of triggery energy and go through that. And I definitely, I mean, I had a very challenging sales manager and I had to stand up for myself a lot. And I always like, I took about two to three days to get, to get back to him because I made sure that I would comb through and take the energy out. I would have my husband read it. I would make sure she's very factual. Mm-hmm. This is why, you know, yes. I, I facts, not feelings. Yep. Facts, exactly. not feelings. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Just, and then stick and to the facts. I, I was um one of one of my other coaches. This is weird. I'm talking to all my coaches right now. Uh, and she's an executive leadership um coach in Dallas, Texas, uh Marsha L. Clark. And she said, if that happens and you wait two or three days, don't reply back with, I'm sorry. For it took so long to get back to you, oh, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> we need to say thank you for your patience. I wanted mm-hmm. to make sure I was, you know, clear or want to make sure I got you the right information and don't apologize for it. Mm-hmm. Don't yep. apologize for it. You did what you needed and you did the best you could do to defuse a situation rather than throw gasoline on it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Diffuse. That is a great word. That is a great word. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, when people react and, you know, that is what you're doing is you're just throwing gasoline on it. And we've all done it. So it's like, learn from your mistakes. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Well, and that process of writing it out first that we were talking about, it allows me to let my mind rest so that I'm not going, I need to say this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to whatever. Like, okay. Like I said all those things and then I have the choice, Mm -hmm. which I'm going to choose better, leave myself better and not send it. But I have the choice. Like the words are there. They're not going away. So my brain can start to compartmentalize a bit. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and move on, move on with some things. Yeah, it's so true. Even just like when you keep a notepad next to your bed, it's yes. the same. You know, when people yes. are like, oh, I can't fall asleep at night yes. and you ask them, well, well, is it because you're overthinking and you yes. just need to have a notepad by their bed? And they're like, oh yeah, I didn't think of that. So yeah, mm-hmm. it, it is so helpful to just be able to write things down. So yeah, yeah. And, and not as many plates spinning in our head, mm-hmm. right? If your brain thinks to feel safe, it has to hold on to that your brain will try to keep you safe by holding on to it and protecting you from danger. If you can t- teach your brain, okay, I've already, I've already got you. I've already taken care of you. It's already in my notes. It's already in my emails. It's, then your brain can think of something else. Mm-hmm. And that's when creativity can hit. That's when problem solving rather than ruminating, right? Yes. Yep. And that's what I'm actually personally working on is less plates and heads. So yeah, you're on yeah. it, girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the, uh, Gretchen Rubin of the happiness project. She says, mm-hmm. have a power hour. And so all those things that are kind of ruminating, you think, Oh, well, I'm going to take care of that in my power hour, those little to-do lists or those mm-hmm. things that we put off. And especially as a small business owner, because you wear a lot of hats, mm-hmm. right? Uh, yeah. So it's, do you, do you work on writing a book or doing a podcast or filling, you know, fixing your website today? <laughs> You, know? you, you just you just 
happening? Are you, are you here with me right now? I'm like working on another trademark for my husband's business and that yes. got all derailed. So yeah, you are completely right. As a small business owner, we end up doing all these other things that I never, ever thought I would have to do. So, oh, but it's so fun though, yeah. too. I, I just obviously trademarked Toxic Person Proof this year, you know, oh, with cool. the launch of the podcast and all that kind of stuff. And awesome. it feels, I remember like it coming in the mail and I was like, yeah, it's like I arrived, you know? <laughs> Yeah, because they give you a certificate, like an award, like that you would put on like a doctor in a doctor's office or something. And it it feels like an award, doesn't it? Like all the, because you know, all the work that you put into, you know, creating that, creating that brand, creating that situation. And it feels like, oh, it's mine. Nobody can take it away from me now. Mm -hmm. It does feel powerful. Yeah, Yeah, totally cool. Well, congrats. Well, thank you. So tell people where they can find more about Melinda. Yes. So I have two podcasts. One is called Good Karma Success Coach. And one is called Crush It in Sales. So a little different. Good Karma Success Coach is more personal development and spiritual. Crush It in Sales focuses on the intersection of sales, leadership, and personal development. My website is goodkarmasuccesscoach.com. And you can easily find my blog on there, the podcasts, um, some free courses, And if you sign up for my newsletter, which is called Monday Mojo, you get a free take action and believe in yourself guide that'll just help you feel better. So take action. Take, take action. action. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to point it out again. We get that. Oh, we light ourselves and think about that comfort zone and my now is safe and my tomorrow won't be. And it's just hardly ever true. Yeah. Yeah. There's a great quote from Nike. I'm sure you've heard it. It's out there. It's um, yesterday you said tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Think about it and think about how many people are like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it is not a recipe for success. No, Mm-mm. no, it is not our success. Well, awesome. Melinda, thank yes. you for joining us on our yes. journey to become toxic person proof. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, Sarah. I appreciate it. Hello, wonderful. This is Sarah, and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I know that there was something that you can take away to help you get past the past, get real about the present, or get serious about your future. And if I did my job, then hopefully it will help you with all three. If you are not in my Facebook group, Finding Love and Success After a Toxic Relationship, then consider this your personal invitation from me. I'm there live. There's tons of support. And most importantly, tons more information to help you on your journey to become toxic person proof.